electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Bring in show music, please. This is Squawk Pod. I'm CNBC producer Katie Kramer. Today on our podcast, Bitcoin's bounce, Amazon's split of the century, and some bold-faced media names being investigated for possible insider trading. This is like obvious. If everyone's going to say you wouldn't do it because you'd get caught, why do it at all for $60 million? The latest on the war in Ukraine and following the corporate response all the way to consumers' wallets. Small business expert John Hope Bryant. People are wanting more and more to live our values. Companies who do this are going to benefit from standing for right. People want to work for companies that have values. All that today, plus United Airlines and the unvaxxed and a questionable rebrand. Elevance, combining the words elevate and advance. But is it relevant, is the question. That's stupid. It's Thursday, March 10th, 2022. Squawk Pod begins right now. Stand back, you by in three, two, one, cue, please. Good morning. Welcome to Squawk Box right here on CNBC. We are live from the NASDAQ market site in Times Square. I'm Becky Quick, along with Joe Kernan and Andrew Ross Sorkin. Andrew, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Well, it didn't feel like that long. But it felt like a lot of things happened. A lot has happened. Like a lot happened. A lot has happened, it seems like every day. Bitcoin is giving back most of those gains uh, from yesterday, big gains yesterday. Cryptocurrency jumped after President Biden announced an executive order to study digital currencies. The industry welcomed the White House statement, saying it acknowledged some positive elements of the industry, like fostering innovation and financial inclusion. But skeptics said the call uh, for study would likely delay any policy decisions, kind of punted until after the November midterm elections, pushing off regulation and guaranteeing a, a period of continued uncertainty. Who said it was going to be certain before then? Well, we, we, we actually talked about it, how they, they kind of just acknowledge it's here to stay. That's one of the things that, that we sort of That was seen gleaned. as a victory and Which two, three, four right. years ago, I don't, it wasn't talked about we, the same There way. was a view that if it has reached escape velocity or got close, the Fed would want to kill it. Right. Well, it's... Three trillion is maybe escape velocity up from fourteen billion. The whole the whole. Oh no, space it's there. But that's the point. Ago. The point is, it's not. If it's not going anywhere, then what's the what's the problem here? Um, or is this just reality? I mean, meaning are people just deciding? Ugh, okay, they it's going to be around really, anyway. The, 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 the it, it was exactly what you would have thought yesterday. All the comments, the way they phrased everything. There's certain things they're looking for, and it could imply certain things about regulation. But still, it. it it's so volatile. It, it, I don't look don't at a six percent move and think much of no, anything. No, I don't no. feel like I need to ascribe a reason for any of it. It's, you know, if the stock market's down by six percent. I feel like I need to say something and come up with a reason. Um, Bitcoin, it, it's all over the place. 
Entertainment mogul Barry Diller is denying the idea that he, fellow Hollywood heavyweight David Geffen, and Diller's stepson Alex von Furstenberg engaged in insider trading. The Wall Street Journal reported that the three men together bought options to purchase Activision Blizzard shares just three days before the video game maker announced its $68 billion acquisition by Microsoft. Activision shares and the value of those call options soared after the news of the acquisition became public in January. The Department of Justice and the SEC are investigating whether these options violated insider trading laws. Diller describes the purchase as simply a lucky bet and said in a statement to CNBC, none of us had any knowledge from any person or any source or any anything about a potential acquisition of Activision by Microsoft. I'm back thinking about um, why didn't I buy some calls on Activision? <laughs> Did you do any work uh, would, on that yet? It, it would have been a good trade. Did you do any work on that yet? The one I'm, thing I will say. I'm hearing some weird things. I'm hearing that, that some people out there may have known some look, things. I, look, the thing that I would say, having heard from a few people too, is if you look at the situation, it's probably not a surprise to think something was going to happen in that arena. Because but the loose stock lips sink so much. ships, and I heard someone was, that it was actually being bandied about, that there was possibly something really? afoot. I don't know, though. I don't know. Are you I, talking I specifically about this transaction? Look, I, I, they'd be crazy a, to act on it, but what if they heard just innuendo, rumor, you know, over the transom? That, well, but so, that did come from someone who did know something, and then they sort of... So here's the conundrum. First of all, I, don't, I think if you actually thought that there was a transaction in place that was three days away, or five days you away, or two weeks away... You wouldn't do it because you'd get caught. Because you get caught. Yes, right. it's, it's, this is like obvious. If everyone's going to say you wouldn't do it because you'd get caught, then you'd say, well, hey, people are... But people you know, are going to say there's no way on that ball, But hold on. That's at that, that point in the ball game of where Barry Diller's life is, and where That's David Geffen's life is... But why do it at all? Why do it at all for $60 million? With, uh, well, divided up by three, four people. This does say, which is which, actually is more interesting to me than most people I think appreciate. Is a lot of these guys are trading and investing in all sorts of stuff all, all the, the time. time. I mean, to them, it's no different than you betting five bucks on every game that you watch. Right. <laughs> like I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see. I don't think. I mean, it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. The other thing is, it was it was out in the ether, insofar as. Activision as a takeover target. That was not but that, a new you know, idea. Anybody looking at the stock would have assumed that. Looking at the stock action, how precipitously it dropped, right. how how much, how many bad headlines were coming out about it, thinking some change was going to happen. I mean, I, I would look at that. Right. I mean, you. Would, I mean, this goes back to to the, to the Warren Buffett. Berkshire issue, which well, was the difference with Warren Buffett. That was even earlier, it, it much started, earlier. Like they, it was not a good trade. They lost money when the stock fell, so right. it didn't start out as a good trade for them. But it, it, I, I don't I, know. I just think that they, anybody watching this probably had an idea that something was in play. It would be different if you actually heard that from somebody who knew something. That would be that would make a pretty major uh, change. But uh, uh, well, I don't know anything. I just, it's, there's just some innuendo that, I don't know. Well, there's always innuendo. There's always innuendo. There's Let's always leave innuendo. it at that. We'll leave it at that. There was innuendo. There's some weird, I mean, people are on boards that know other people that are here, there, all yeah, over that, the place. Oh, and, just because Barry and Bobby serve, Barry Diller and Bobby Kodak serve. And board of Coca-Cola. What, and the, where, where's the son fit in all this? Son, son is Bar Barry's Barry's son. son. yeah. Right. With the last name on first. Right. 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 Okay. No, 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 no. I mean, just to be 100% clear, Barry Diller is in business with David right. Geffen. They're partners in a lot of different projects, right. Broadway shows and other Music things. Man. Yeah, they're producers right. on the Music Man together. And then, and then Alex, of course, is, is, is the son. Right. So, but uh, to me, I look at this whole situation and think, 
if you actually knew this was going to happen, you seem more willing to believe that, <laughs> that Berkshire was was doing this than I don't. But no, I don't. I honestly neither. don't. No, I don't. No, think I don't, I'm not saying it, it, that okay, is either. We'll say, the timing the was really. Look into it. Yeah. They'll see something. If they see anything, they'll they'll do something about it. J.P. Morgan is the one who turned them in and said there looks like suspicious activity because well, J.P. Morgan looks, was under some. Well, because J.P. Weird. Morgan's under a, a situation with three years where they've gotten in trouble for stuff where they have to turn everything in. If there's anything there, they'll find it. They'll but find I, it. it would not at all surprise me if there's nothing So at there. this it's, point, all you have, it, and all anyone has is smoke, and whether there's yes, any fire. Smoke and innuendo. But whether I, there's I've any fire with the smoke, smoke you, don't, you don't recently, know. And right. uh, that would be the one thing I would say we'll look out for. Let's uh, bring you an update right now uh, on the latest from Ukraine, a meeting between Ukraine's and Russian's foreign ministers uh, wrapping up. But just a short time ago, they are in Turkey holding the first talks between the nation's top diplomats since Putin launched that war two weeks ago. Ukraine's foreign minister saying there was no progress made on a ceasefire, but that he is ready to continue talks to stop the war there. They seek uh, a surrender from Ukraine. This is not what they are going to get. Ahead of that sit-down, Ukraine's president accusing Moscow of carrying out genocide. Official said that Russian forces bombed a maternity hospital. <laughs> that uh, attack, which left patients buried and trapped under rubble, coming despite that ceasefire deal for people to flee the city of Mirapol. Also happening right now, the U.S. is warning that Russia could be preparing to use chemical or biological weapons in its invasion. The Biden administration uh, saying that the Russian defense ministry could falsely accuse Ukraine of planning a chemical weapons attack to try to justify carrying out its own attack using those weapons. So lots of misinformation, or at least the idea that that is part of this campaign. And Vice President Harris is in Poland this morning. She's meeting with the country's prime minister and president and disagreements over how to arm Ukraine with warplanes to fight Russia's invasion. Madam Vice President, it's so good to uh, welcome you. I am here, standing here on the eastern flank of NATO. House will also be meeting with Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau later in the day. Justin Trudeau getting a hard time in Canada for making the trip over there. I don't know if you saw that. And then we were talking before the show, all of those, those Patriot missiles set up in Poland. But what I don't understand about this, and I'm not a defense expert, is they're so visible. And maybe that's part of it. You want them to be visible, I, but, I but you know exactly where they are. I mean, you, you're seeing images I, of them on television. I, I mean, I, I would, if you're looking for a financial way to kind of pull it back to, it's like Paulson saying, you want them to know you've got a big bazooka right. in your pocket. You're not walking around and hiding this. You're using it as right. a stick to try and deter I just hope that there's two that are very happening. visible and, and a whole five bunch of others. that are not. That would be my guess. That would be my guess. But, it, it, you know... This is a situation where you want more than just in your window out right. there. You want them to know that we do have the firepower. Right. We're going to back this and up. And we're close. Amazon shares are higher after the company announced a 20 to 1 stock split and a $10 billion buyback. This is very similar to what we just saw from Alphabet and its split back in February. And in the same vein, this move could make Amazon shares more attractive for inclusion in the price-weighted Dow Industrials. On a split-adjusted basis, Amazon's closing price yesterday would be $139.28 instead of the $2,925. That would put it right in the middle of the Dow components with an identical weighting to Walmart. Uh, this is incredibly interesting. Guys, we were talking about this off-camera before. That's why the stock's up 5% on this So the question, though, is do you want it in the Dow? Would you also want Google in the Dow? If you already have Walmart in the Dow, does that... 
Well, to me, well, which is the better to me, I version look at of Amazon this? Amazon is a better version just because it's a better indicator of everything happening across the economy. You have advertising. Got advertising. You have, you have shipping, shipping. You have a retailer. You have cloud computing. Right. So it's kind of all of those different. But things. does that then knock out Google? I don't know. From my perspective, it would be a better, just because I think it's a better reflection of the economy. I don't know about the people who make up the index. But where do you put Walmart then? I, I don't know. I don't know if you knock any of those out. Walmart is incredible because it's the largest employer in the United States, short, short of the federal government. They have 10% of all retail sales in the United States. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to look at any of these. We don't want the Dow acting like, the Fang Index. I mean, we're going to have. It's going to be a. It's going to be moves like the Nasdaq. Unless you think that's what the country looks like. But that's why is. you can get it all with Amazon. It doesn't look like Caterpillar anymore, does it? Again, you need some of all of you the different do. areas of real being, things. Yeah, you need stuff would that be helpful. Is manufactured and it moves. I mean, we should try and get them on at some point. They're not going to talk about this right now. I don't. I don't know what their thinking would be. But if it were me, I would look at all the different it aspects to be of the economy. Thirty cloud companies. I, but that's just me. It's, it be 30, 30 really good cloud companies. Still to come on Squawk Pod, hundreds of companies are taking a stand against Russia. But what's the point? Are consumers paying the price for corporate virtues? Operation Hope's John Hope Ryan. Sometimes virtue signaling is all you need to pivot societies in the right direction. We have a common enemy, and we have a common aspiration, and we have a common cause. That may be enough. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Stan Andrew Bai. This is Squawk Pod from CNBC. Live from the Nasdaq market site in Times Square, I'm Andrew Ross Sorkin along with Becky Quick and Joe Kearney. More and more Americans feeling the impact of inflation, especially rising gas prices. Wednesday's national average topping $4 a gallon. Have you guys been to the gas yep. station yes. recently? Yes. I, do- I don't know dollars. if I got to four. I think I got up to like Three. I was there two oh, days ago. Oh, way and over. Maybe four fifty. Four fifty. Actually, you're right. You're right. Four fifty. I have actually paid way over four. I just haven't paid over five yet. But I think you're starting to see well, that. Yeah. Your guy doesn't always tell you what he pays, does he? I mean, does he come home and give you the receipt? No, but you know what I've noticed. Thank is you, sir. Right now, May I have another. So Jeez, is it's happening so fast that every day we have to adjust it because it's right. up several cents every day. We talked when you were here. Talked about. Supermarket. Have you bought aluminum foil recently? I, bought, I was like, oh, I'm going to make my some hat. aluminum. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got no, it. No, it's $16. 
Did you know that? For a little, how about a, a thing of, uh, I mean, meat? Joe's been shopping. <laughs> I, I shop Preparing almost every day. Yeah. Right. yeah, and and things, the bills seem much bigger. But I go to, I mean, Kings, why pay less? You know what I mean? It's almost like a whole paycheck. Let's uh, talk to uh, Operation Hope founder, chairman, and CEO, John Hope Bryant. John, you recently conducted a survey among minority-owned small businesses on how they're navigating inflation. What did you find, my friend? We found some very, very interesting uh, data um, that you're dealing with people who understand uh, that this is not stagflation, first of all, which is where you have, of course, um, a decreasing economy, a contracting economy, high unemployment, and inflation. They, they understand, uh, Andrew, that this is uh, structured uh, inflation, that in other words, it was started and created by COVID and the supply chain issues are so very sophisticated understanding of where this comes from. The second thing that you find is that people quit to get more resiliency. They started, they started businesses, which they're in now, and they're pivoting with inflation. They're pivoting to go get more contracts, which, by the way, is sort of a payoff of the social justice movement by corporate America. They're, they're finding they're getting different contracts, different opportunities to offset more revenue, basically. What, what do you, John, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, corporations uh, are hiring them where they didn't hire them before. Cities uh, and corporations and people who have opportunities are are finding viable minority and women-owned businesses and giving them a shot they didn't get before. So the reason they quit the jobs, the data now shows, is not because they were lazy, because they weren't being paid, they were taking too high risk, they weren't seeing aspiration. They're seeing now in business, I think 38, there was a surge of 38%, Andrew, of new black businesses during the pandemic. It was the largest surge since 2004. Uh, in fact, all businesses surged uh, the highest since 2004 during the pandemic. So yes, the social justice piece actually helped uh, what was going on right now, and they're pivoting with resiliency. John, how concerned, though, are you about, frankly, just what's happening in the economy for small businesses, therefore the value of small businesses? I mean, we're seeing, obviously, the valuations of big business and that are public, of course, come down. Private sector, or I should say private businesses, uh, the valuations, we haven't seen them come down, even though I, I'm sure that some people are going to have to start valuing them that way. Well, I think that small businesses, and particularly minority small businesses, our data shows value uh, provides provides a, a value on value differently. They value their freedom. I mean, why do people do what they do? They want freedom uh, of movement. Whereas a small, a larger business might have to use their value, uh, have to value because they're trying to get a credit line or trying to get more stock investment. So this freedom again ties into why they quit and why they're starting businesses is driving not only the surge in black businesses and their the resiliency in the, in the midst of it, but why they want to play more cash but what's, your, what's your sense of access to capital in this environment? And frankly, not just access to capital, but cost of capital. Again, very interesting. Cost of capital right now is still lower than pre-pandemic by far. And they're accessing capital against tied to the economy opening up for people of color. Uh, more than they ever have been able to. Our access capital at Operation Hope has gone through the roof, and the interest rates at the moment are still low. So you have higher inflation, but you have lower cost of funds and access to funds, which I think the Fed is going to probably delay a little bit a rate hike increase to keep the party going during this period. Um, Andrew, interesting yesterday, uh, a landscaper that is an, works with Operation Hope 10 employees down to six because of all the reasons we know 
Uh, he he's impacted by fuel prices. He was up. He was not happy with the fuel increase. I asked him, "Do you want the president to reverse his position uh, on Russia?" No, I don't like what I'm seeing on TV with with Ukraine's half around the world being abused. This is what I can do right now. I'll pay a little bit more at the pump uh, to see Russia uh, gone and Ukraine Ukrainians having freedom. That's inspiring, um, and that we're seeing that come out in the data as well. So freedom of self determination. Not just freedom. Uh, so you think people uh, are willing to take this on themselves? I've been surprised, by the way. I don't know if you've been surprised that the administration has not been more public and more public out and about saying that the American public may have to actually effectively take on some of this if you believe in those freedom and those values. Yes. And it happened before, uh, uh, Andrew. It happened in the 1960s when the civil rights movement hit. By the way, blacks and whites uh, took on more responsibility and pain, but uh, a, a lot of folks uh, decided not to buy at certain things in the South, and that caused the whites-only signs down. By the private sector integrated the South, it wasn't the government. Here you have, again, the private sector opening up the economy, providing access to capital, providing contracts and opportunities. Uh, there was $52 billion in social justice commitments last year, paying off now. Maybe a curveball for you, but I, I want you to weigh in on what I think is a moral business issue, and since I think you think about this stuff all the time, we were talking earlier about a lot of the U.S. businesses that are now shutting at least temporarily in Russia. The question is going to be whether and when they could ever restart in Russia. Under what terms do you think that they could or should? Regime change. I think we've been kicking this can down the, 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 down the road as long as we can. I think that you've seen people fire their leaders here that, that, that lied to them and misrepresented them. You see people quit jobs from employers that didn't respect them. You're seeing Americans saying, I'll pay a little bit more higher in the pump for a leader that's abusing human, and you're seeing, you know, basically murder for the in exchange for money halfway around the world. They're saying, I'm not going to participate in that. Uh, I think that people are wanting, wanting more and more to live our values, not unreasonably so. But I think that companies who do this are going to benefit from standing for right. People want to work for companies that have values, that have principles, that stand for something. I think that they benefit from pulling back. And John, and I think, go ahead. Sorry. What, what do you say, though, to those who say, look, this is virtue signaling. When it's coming out of your pocket, it's, it, you know, not saying something in China here, saying something in Russia here, saying something in Florida here, not saying something in Florida here, that, that, that there's no consistency to it. Well, there's no consistency to raising your children sometime either, but you still do that. Look, uh, we're not perfect, but a saint is a sinner that got up. You make the best decision you make in front of you at that moment, and you pivot as my small minority small businesses have done uh, when you can. There's some things that people cannot change or feel they cannot change. Maybe companies they believe they can't go against China right now. But but this but China's not invading another country. Russia did, and Russia economically is a spindle. It's nothing, uh, and and this is something we can do. This is something all of us can do to send a signal uh, that this will not be tolerated. And, and sometimes virtue signaling is all you need uh, to pivot societies in the right direction. We have a common enemy, and we have a common aspiration, and we have a common cause. That may be enough, Andrew. John Hope Bryant, thank you for your perspective this morning. Cheese will be next. Coming up on Squawk Pod, United Airlines welcomes back some of its unvaccinated employees, and the English language welcomes new words. Well, sometimes. Where you increase in incremental amounts. Increasements. Increasements. I like carbon. Carbage you have to use. Car garbage. 
This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. This is Squawk Pod with Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, Andrew Ross Sorkin, and the other stories that got us squawking today. Here's Andrew. United Airlines is going to be allowing workers who haven't been vaccinated against COVID for religious or medical reasons to return at the end of this month. That's according to a Wall Street Journal report this morning that said staffers who were exempt from the vaccine mandate will be allowed to return from unpaid leave or from non-customer facing roles. They were allowed to take as an alternative to their regular jobs. Now, the report saying that the 200 employees who were fired for refusing vaccination will not be brought back. New hires will still have to be vaccinated. You can I don't know if you guys do you guys ever go. Is it fly talk, talk fly? It's one of these message boards where you can see all the pilots talking to each other and all of the. Oh, it's a whole conversation about this online and lots of people internally unhappy and all the other. You know, unhappy that they're letting them back. I mean, they were well, given no, unhappy about the people who were fired. Oh, so the people okay. who were fired originally and now will not be brought back. But the others who and anyway, you, it's 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 where I go for all of my um, my my I don't know if it's rumors or speculation, but my airline news. I don't know. Phil Lebeau told me about it years he ago. He did. Mm-hmm. Message boards are they're worse than Twitter, I think, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah, but they're, very speci- they're very specific. Uh-huh. And to, they're very specific to, to certain Horrific. And then they put message, message boards on top of that. I don't know. The Wall Street Journal says that Anthem Health is planning to change its name to Elevance. <laughs> Combining the words elevate and advance. But is it that's, relevant that's is the stupid. question. Re- elevance and relevance were my, and, right. and, and there was also an irrelevance. Uh, but you know what that is? Thought. That's a por- stupid. What's the that, combination is, of that it, word? It's it, dumb and it, stupid. Right. And it's a portmanteau. It's like, it's like there are some good ones. I mean, what would we use right. if you didn't use motel, motor hotel, or garbage? What do you think the price tag was for that? For the advertising company that came up with that, for coming up with that, what, what, might have been the what same. What would you charge one? for that? I don't know. It's not. I mean, if you come up with Venator, I mean, Venator. You, if you it come up Venator. with Venator, Woolworth right. changed to Venator. Well, of course. Not Why would you want to be called Woolworth when you I, can be called Venator? Right. You take an, an, a brand that people Allegis. understand what it is, and New you Coke. trade it up for one that nobody's ever heard of. And right. how long does it take you to re-educate, pe- re-educate people? Like of what you, this is going to be one of those companies that yeah. nobody knows what they right. do. Sounds I'm like going to look it up every time. Do we like Coach's new? What, what is We're making new? lots of friends no, with Madison like Avenue. What is Coach's? I don't forget something brand. You forgot it. I forgot it. You forgot Coach's new. I don't. That's sad. Elevance is the owner of Blue Cross. Blue Shield, or 
bleeled, uh, and it needs uh, shareholder <laughs> approval for the change. Yeah, would you give shareholder approval for that change? Andrew, do you remember my nefarity discussion? About a week ago, I do. 2020, Washington Post, big article, uses nefarity three times. I know nefarity is not a word, but the, 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 when you, if it is nefar, nefarious, what did you come up with? Nefar, Nefarinimity? Nefarinimity. Yeah. Because you can suggest new words and they become words. They do. Webster's every year does some. They and, do. and there's been some great ones. W, misunderestimate. Come on. Strategery. Strategery. Sarah word. Palin, repudiate. Refudiate. Refudiate yeah, yeah. should have been a word yeah. because it's the act of, repu of refuting and repudiating. Yeah. yeah. Almost a portmanteau. Do you is. think nefarity can do it? No. You don't have the patent on that word no. that you're trying to say? No. Apparently not. You're late Apparently to the game. not. But I, I think that the other one, the, where you increase in, in, in incremental amounts, I might, might be able to do that. What, which, what's in, your word for that? I don't know. Increasements. Increasements. Someone okay. else came we'll up with that. that. I can't, no, we'll someone else, I, I can't take credit for that. That was garbage. one of the- I like garbage. Garbage you, you have to with. use. Garbage is- Car garbage? Yeah. When you clean up Everybody. the car, it's the garbage. Because every car has garbage if you have kids. Every car has garbage. Cars should old, come with vacuum cleaners. There, are, you know, there, there is one that does. There's a minivan that has it. Trust me, I've looked into it. <laughs> but you didn't buy it. Did not. Because it's not an EV. That's not, <laughs> that's not why. Okay. And that's the pod for today. Thanks for listening. Squawk Box is hosted by Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin. Tune in weekday mornings on CNBC at 6 Eastern. And to get the smartest takes and analysis from our TV show right into your ears, follow Squawk Pod wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell a friend to follow, too. We'll meet you back here tomorrow. And we are clear. Thanks, guys. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. 